This August on Womanica, we're taking a trip through history to discover the stories of muses, women whose lives inspired work that's shaped our culture in small ways and large. Special thanks to this month's sponsor, Mercedes-Benz, whose own famous namesake was inspired by a young muse named Mercedes. Join us all month long for fascinating stories of women who are drivers of creativity, inspiration, and artistic expression. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're talking about muses, women who are drivers of creativity and inspiration. Today, we're talking about a woman whose legendary beauty was captured on film by Jean Cocteau painted by Pablo Picasso, and photographed by Man Ray. But she was more than just a pretty face. She was a talented photographer, writer, and one of the only female war correspondents to be credentialed during World War II. Please welcome Lee Miller. Elizabeth Miller was born in 1907 in Poughkeepsie, New York, to Theodore and Florence Miller. Theodore was an engineer, an amateur photographer who introduced the art to Lee and his two sons. From the time she was a child into adolescence, Lee modeled for her father's photographs, usually in the nude. As a young woman, she explored a career in the arts. She first moved to Paris before landing in New York City. While walking in the city, Lee absentmindedly stepped off the sidewalk into oncoming traffic. Before a car could hit her, she was pulled to safety by Vogue publisher and media tycoon Condé Nast. The chance encounter would turn out to be Lee's big break, a March 1927 cover of Vogue. She was also photographed by the leading fashion photographers of the time, Arnold Genta, Nicholas Murray, and Edward Steichen. Lee continued to model until a photo of her was used without her permission in a Kotex ad. She became persona non grata in the fashion industry, effectively ending her modeling career. In 1929, Lee moved back to Paris, seeking out surrealist visual artist Man Ray. When she saw Man Ray at a bar, she went up to him and said, My name is Lee Miller, and I'm your new student. Man Ray replied, I don't have students. When he told her he was leaving on holiday the next day, she said, so am I. He was so taken by Lee that he gave her a job as his studio assistant. Eventually, their professional relationship led to a romantic one. Man Ray declared Lee his muse. Together, they are credited with creating the solarization technique, where the black and white hues are reversed, creating a halo-like effect. According to Lee, the method was discovered when she accidentally turned on the lights while developing a photograph. Lee's relationship with Man Ray introduced her to a circle of famous artists, including Salvador Dali, Pablo Picasso, and Jean Cocteau. Cocteau captured her in film. Picasso made many paintings that took many photographs of Lee. It's even said that Lee's breasts inspired a French glass company to model champagne glasses after her. It seemed everyone wanted something from Lee. All the while, her own career continued to grow. She photographed women for French Vogue, took her own surrealist photos, and took on other lovers. Man Ray grew jealous of Lee's growing artistic and sexual independence. 
1932, Lee left Man Ray and returned to New York where she opened her own successful studio. In his heartbreak, Man Ray spent two years painting the work Observatory Time, The Lovers, an eight-foot-long, three-foot-high painting of Lee's lips in the sky above the Paris Observatory. He also created a second version of his iconic work, Object to be Destroyed, named Object of Destruction, a metronome adorned with a picture of an eye at the end of the ticker. To make the connection to Lee more explicit, he replaced the original eye with a photo of Lee's. Lee went on to marry Egyptian businessman Aziz Aloui Bey and moved to Cairo. While there, she took one of her most famous photographs, Portrait of Space, a photograph of the Egyptian desert taken through a torn screen. When the couple divorced, Lee returned to Europe and rekindled her friendship with Man Ray. The two would remain close friends until his death in 1976. As World War II began, Lee became accredited as a photographer with the American Army through Condé Nast Publications. She was one of just a few U.S. Army women photographers to see combat. In 1944, Lee was present for the Battle of St. Malo, the chaos of D-Day, the liberation of Paris, and the U.S. military's entry into Nazi concentration camps. While Lee's photos showed the devastation of World War II, the most famous photograph of her travels was not taken by Lee, but rather of Lee. Following the liberation of Dachau, photographer David E. Sherman took photos of Lee in Adolf Hitler's bathtub, washing away the dirt from the concentration camp. Lee's son, Antony, has acknowledged the image was polarizing and told the Telegraph, I think she was sticking two fingers up at Hitler. On the floor are her boots covered with the filth of Dachau, which she has trodden all over Hitler's bathroom floor. She is saying she is the victor. Upon returning home from the war, Lee exhibited signs of post-traumatic stress and began drinking heavily. She hid all of her photographic work in the attic of her home as a way to bury her traumatic war experiences. In 1947, she married surrealist painter and curator Roland Penrose. Lee stepped away from professional photography and retreated deeper into alcohol abuse. Lee Miller died of cancer in 1977. Her son, Anthony, unaware of his mother's career, discovered thousands of prints and negatives in the attic. Inspired by his mother's art, Anthony went on to create the Lee Miller archives, enabling the rediscovery of his mother's work. All month, we're talking about muses. For more information, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. As always, we'll be taking a break for the weekend. Talk to you on Monday. <laughs>